right here, Missoula, Montana, the home of the winningest coach yeah. in Big Sky football conference history. Yeah. Coach Hoke. Welcome to the podcast. That was awesome this weekend, seeing that game. Thumped Sac State. Earlier in the year, we didn't know if we were good. Now we're good, I guess. And Coach Hauk. I probably so owe glad. Coach Hauk an apology. I did too. A few weeks ago, I was like, oh no, what is wrong with this program? We are not. Mm -hmm. Here we, we are. are. One loss that was a fluke, looking back. Should not have lost that game, but yeah, I think 124 wins. That's it. What is that? That's it. Um, Congratulations, phenomenal. Coach Hauk. That's an awesome, awesome accomplishment. And the Grizzlies are rolling. Are you going to the Cat Grizz game? In two weeks. Do you know I've never been to? Oh, man. Cat Grizz game? So, ever. If anybody has two extra tickets for Brandon, he will buy them for $500 a piece. <laughs> 500. <laughs> you heard it here first, Missoula. Uh, Steven, totally random question for you. Yeah. Just pulled out of the random question bag. How do you feel about flowers? Buying flowers for your wife? This isn't a trick question because. I'm not a fan, so I'm not setting you up, but I thought that thank you for saying that. Yeah. Uh, my wife actually reminded me the other day how little I buy her flowers compared to when we were dating. It was every couple of weeks when we were dating, and now marriage, it's uh once or twice a year. So I think that you got the ring. Why would you buy like, that's kind of what I feel yeah. that shows how I feel about it. But I used to buy a lot of flowers for her. It was frustrating because they died yes. in a week. Exactly. It was, it was like, that was like $75. They are not cheap and they die so fast. Like, yes. why do I want to buy her a depreciating asset? Thank you. Okay. It's not logical. We're on the same page. Okay. However, <laughs> women love them. Women love them. Our wives and like And we have Mariah Rogers on the podcast today. Yes. And she kind of changed my opinion mm -hmm. about flowers. I don't know where I am on jewelry and diamonds yet because that's like... We go from $70 to $7,000 pretty sure, quick. But sure. uh, I'm excited for this episode. Uh, I've known Mariah Rogers most of my life. Went to school together. And her and her husband, Matt, own two businesses here in Missoula. Two prominent businesses. Yeah. Rogers and & Company and Garden City Floral. Uh, phenomenal episode. Great conversation. Steve and I had the opportunity to sit down with Mariah. Enjoy this episode of the Missoula Podcast. Mariah Rogers, how are you? Good. How are you today? I am well. It's been a little while. So glad to have you here and catch Thank up. Thank you for having uh, me. Steven, you may not know this. Uh, Mariah and I actually went to school together. With, I went to school with her and her sisters. And, uh, we were in high school together for one year. One of us is a little bit older than the other one. Um, I'll let you decide who's older. Um, actually, I, was, I think I was a freshman when you were a senior. Um, you were probably young for your class, and I was old for my class. So we're, we're about the same age. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, Mariah, catch me up. I, we graduated high school. I don't know. Did you go to school? Did you just join the family business? Yeah. What? Um, I graduated with a business degree here at the university and, um, believe it or not, I have been a part of jewelry since I was 10. My parents owned a jewelry store for 39 years in Missoula and I was a part of it since I could remember. So what jewelry store was that? Chalet Jewelers. That was out North Reserve, right? It was out North like, Reserve. Um, famous Dave's area, if yes. I recall. Okay. Yes. Like mattress and firm right yes. in there. Okay. Yeah. 10 years ago, uh, parents retired. That building is no longer there. I was at home having children 
and decided that jewelry is in my blood. And so uh, my husband, Matt Rogers, and I opened Rogers and Company. That's awesome. And our company is our two girls. So it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I recall that building where your parents were, it was like an old, like, like an A-frame vintage chalet. chalet. Oh, that, yeah. Yes. Was it, sense. is that where the name came from or yes. did they build the building to fit the name? Like what? No. Okay. The building was there. It was an old German gift shop actually. And uh, my parents came in and it was a rock mm. shop to begin with and then turned into fine jewelry as jewelry kind of morphed yeah. for my dad through his years. And that's where I grew up. What, let me, actually, if we went back in time further, how did your dad get into jewelry? Where did this start in the Age eight. Family? Rockhound. Really? So it started in Lolo uh, as Ron's Rock Shop, moved to Missoula, um, became a, a really world-renowned stone cutter, mm. cut for the Yogo Mine for many years when I was born as a child. And uh, that gave him the desire, I believe, to move into fine jewelry, although he has the one of the finest rock and mineral collections ever. Really? Yes. Really? So. so he's just all going around all Montana looking for he did stones. That's all what he throughout his do. life. Yeah. If I recall, like the marketing and forefront of what chalet was, was Yogo Sapphires. That's that, right. If I recall. That's right. Yeah. And then growing up, I found my own niche in the business. I love custom design. So as my dad would cut the stones and have the gemstones available to me, I would steal those and put them into all sorts of jewelry and help customers with their jewelry. And so that's really what I built Rogers and Company around today is you come see me for an engagement ring. We work with a design, what she would like, what you want to spend. Um, maybe you inherit grandma's ring sure. and you want to incorporate family gemstones into your ring. I'm all about that. Yeah. So. Who who's doing most of the cutting for you guys now that your dad has transitioned out? That's a great question. I work with several local cutters. Um, we we work with the mine to source different sapphires. But to be honest with you, the amount of sapphires that my dad collected over his mm -hmm. years is so large that my daughters will still have sapphires to sell if they choose to go into jewelry. So I'm not at a loss for having <laughs> gemstones or rocks for that Are your matter. daughters, are they involved in the business at all right Very now? Are they, are involved. they marketing? Are they oh, on the billboards? They would be town? here right now if I invited them. That's awesome. So our oldest, Matea, is 11, and you'll find her answering the phones, uh, taking flower orders. My youngest, Mela, is eight, and she's one of our florists. And so you can go in there and actually look for Mela's arrangements. Matea dabbles in flowers as well but she loves to be hands-on with customers so what was that like being a, a kid like your daughters get to experience now Amazing. growing up in the store yeah but that was just life it was and yeah. literally we lived on top of the store so my dad oh. worked all the time and I would go downstairs and just the smell of like cutting gemstones and the oil and I mean everything about it I have the best childhood memories and Honestly, I'm so blessed because I feel like I'm able to kind of pass that along to my children. I mean, they probably hate coming to work every day, but they're not bored. Yeah. Right. They rollerblade around Garden City and build flowers and answer mm. the phones and talk about rubies and diamonds. Awesome. And I mean, it's, really it's, cool. yeah, it's really it, cool. It's great. When you went to U of M to get your business degree, did you learn anything new that you hadn't already learned from your, your parents well, running a business that long? Yes, I learned a lot more um, 
about marketing and accounting, sure. like, you know, expanding in those areas. But majority was really like hands on mm -hmm. what we did every day. My dad just said, please, please go to college. I knew I wanted to be in jewelry and I knew I wanted to take over the family business. Yeah. But um, so I did that. And, you know, I'm glad I did. Yeah. I accomplished it. And here I am today and I can say I did it. And now I can tell my girls, like, let's go to college. Let's let's get your degree. Let, let's talk about the, the transition from the family business to Rogers and Company. Yeah. yeah. Um, when was that? When was the time period? When did your dad retire? And so when did... about 10 years ago. OK. And um, I was at home with my first child, Matea. I took a year off from working and I just, it was kind of during that transition, my parents were trying to decide what should we do? Should we sell? Should we rebuild? Um, and they were really in that position where I needed to step away and allow them their time to be able to figure out what was right for them. And um, literally within weeks of me stepping away, somebody gave them an offer on their property that they couldn't resist. And I said, you guys need to take it and retire. I'll figure out what I'm going to do. Yeah. And um, it didn't take long. Um, I loved being a stay at home mom, but it's just within me. And I knew I could take my children to work. What, what was so. the process of deciding on the name Rogers and Company versus keeping and holding to the the 30 year history. Yeah, no, the that's, staple. that's a great question. It it really was starting new. Yeah. It really was. Of course, my mom and dad were there um, supporting me, but I had to Matt and I had to do it on our own. Mm -hmm. And so we literally I decided, you know, I'm a Rogers and I'm going to have a family and that we're all going to be involved. So that's kind of where the name came from. Uh, I I loved Chalet, but that wasn't me. That was my parents. I sell all of their sapphires and and rocks and, you know, just anything and everything. It was their life also. So I'm lucky that. That's really cool. It's yeah. an amazing legacy of the family carrying on and yeah. investment to your daughters. For well, sure. What was Matt doing before you guys? That's an awesome question. Well, let me interrupt you. Sorry. Have you met Matt Rogers? No. He's in Yellowstone. <laughs> like, you know, Rip, like Matt Rogers is Rip minus like the train station and just drunkenness and all the bad things are Rip. But Matt Rogers is the manliest man. I know like horses fear him. He is big. He is strong. He is nice. So that am, doesn't, I not, am I right? You're is right. That, that, that doesn't feel like it mixes well with jewelry and flowers, but maybe I'm wrong. No, it's uh, I think he gets a lot of flack from friends. He's like, really? Jewelry and flowers? But um yeah, Matt was, he has been on his own self-employed for most of his life, most of the time I've ever known him. Uh, fabulous horseman, loves horses. We have a breeding program. You can visit rogersquarterhorses.com and kind of learn all about what backed me into, mm -hmm. into this whole jewelry and flower venture. And about two years into owning Rogers and Company, I had to ask Matt to step away from the horses and come help me. Mm. And so for about eight years, he's been a huge part of like the daily activities that happen in the jewelry store. And for sure, he's the reason why we were able to expand into Garden City. And he he really is the backbone behind the whole operation and all the business decisions. Um, it's just been in, you know, recent months that we've been talking and, and we we're kind of thinking, man, let's get back into the horse thing a little bit more. I mean, we have a lot of horses, <laughs> How seven, many horses? seven right wow. now. 
and that's the smallest mm -hmm. herd that we've had. So we we're excited. We have a little stud prospect, so we're going to get it back into breeding and he loves rodeos. He's mm -hmm. taking the girls barrel racing. He's a Hold roper. Um, he's, he's an avid hunter. I mean, he's your Montana outdoorsman. Yeah. So honestly, when customers come into his store, which is on Mullen road, the man store, they are quite shocked to be <laughs> greeted by Matt Rogers. I mean, he's like, but it's so refreshing. Yeah. I, he makes more sales than I do. Hmm. Uh, I wore the best pro shop hat today, just in case Matt was here. I didn't <laughs> fit in. I like I knew what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, no, so he's, he's obviously amazing. picked up. Oh, yes. Uh, the business yeah. quite well. I mean, we've been together for over 20 years, sure. so it's kind of in his blood whether he wants it or not. So, Right. You've referenced a few times Garden City and your girls rollerblading in the store. Uh, <laughs> let's backtrack a little bit. You, in the last couple of years, you guys had the opportunity to purchase another yes. longtime staple business in Missoula, yeah. Garden City Floral, and you guys have expanded. You've got two locations for both jewelry store and Garden City. Is that correct? Two locations for Rogers and Company. Okay. Garden City, City is the one. Yes. Okay. So our our new location is inside with Garden City Floral on Spurgeon Road. Okay. We did a complete remodel, changed a lot of things, um, really focusing on flowers, wedding flowers, anything flowers. Mm -hmm. You'll find a lot of local gifts when you come in, um, locally made furniture, very fine furniture, um, pottery you name it, we've really kind of honed into being local and supporting local. Did you ever have the desire to get into the floral business or was it just one no. of those things kind of fell in your guys' lap? It really yeah. was an open door that we were not expecting. Yeah. And little did we know that jewelry and flowers go so well together. Right. I mean, it absolutely, every time you come in and it's an anniversary or a birthday or anything, you're going to get flowers and a little piece of jewelry and it's perfect. Mm -hmm. And it can be for a friend, a loved one. It goes yeah. great together. I would imagine over the last decade or so that you and Matt had to overcome some challenges and learn some things in terms of how to run a business sure. and operating a business and children and expanding. And what, what are some of the challenges that just as a business owner, you weren't expected for, but what'd you learn through that process? Specifically with the flower shop, I can name a couple yeah. because, you know, in the jewelry store, since I started so young, I learned a lot of the things you should do and shouldn't do. And so I will say there weren't a lot of mistakes in my adult years as a business owner with the jewelry store. You know, you, you start small and you work your way up. You don't mm -hmm. overspend. But with the flower shop, not really having a ton of florist background, <laughs> the most craziest hardest thing to overcome is that flowers die right. so fast oh, yeah. and so trying to teach your employees and yourself and your children how much to order when to order oh, yeah that by far is the hardest inventory control makes sense i haven't really thought about that but yeah especially here in western montana that's right getting flowers here i mean we only not... have a few months out of the year that we can support local growers and then the rest yeah. of the time we are shipping in and it's, and it's as difficult. As soon as those flowers are cut, the clock's ticking. The Makes clock sense. is ticking. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. What is your guys' busiest season for the jewelry and the flower shop? Is it wedding season, I would presume? You know, it's Valentine's interesting. It, yeah. It's, it's cool because both businesses kind of ride the same business wave, so to speak. So Christmas time, that's a busy time for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, that's a given. Valentine's Day is huge for the flower shop. 
definitely a spike for jewelry. Mother's Day, same thing. Mm. And then wedding season, that kind of goes all year long. A um, little busier in the nicer months, you know, here in Montana, but for sure. I mean, they just, they piggyback on each other and we kind of follow the same schedule. Which is why she's here today because it's the shoulder season between all of right. us. It sounds yeah, like she, she has some available. time for us. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Matt's holding down the shop right yeah. now. Um, rapid fire questions. Yeah, let's okay. jump into it. All right, Mariah, question for you. What is one of your earliest memories of Missoula, Montana? Oh, man. So there was a KOA campground like down the street from my parents' store on Tina Avenue. So looking back, they had a petting zoo and I loved going down there and hmm. holding goats. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they had pony rides. Like, I mean, that's like, I must've been eight years old mm. or yeah. 10 years old or something, but yeah, growing up and having that just down the street. And, and you said earlier, you lived upstairs. Literally. Yes. Know, right on reserve. Yes. Crazy. Yeah. Right. Wow. Uh, what's your go-to coffee spot in Missoula? Oh, that is so tough too. Cause I am, I love coffee. I will drink it all day long if I could. I'm going to say that I try to support all the local coffee huts in town. I frequently stop by Floco, Loose Caboose, Good Americano. I mean, I spread the, I spread the goodness. <laughs> all, all the standard answers we get, Floco. <laughs> um, the, uh, we've never got Starbucks as an answer. Nope, not yet. We haven't. It's coming. My, it'll be my mom. Yeah. My mom will say Starbucks. <laughs> um, what's your favorite restaurant, Mariah? Lolo Creek Steakhouse, for sure. I, uh, I just feel like great family, um, good food. It's really consistent. It's special. Yeah. I mean, I could name a lot. <laughs> it is it's good. It's hard to narrow it down. Pretty cool atmosphere yeah. in there as well. What zip code do you and Matt live in? 59804. 59804s. You've been in Missoula a long time. What's the weirdest thing about Missoula to you? That's a hard question. Nothing really comes to mind. Like, what is the weirdest? Um, You're so used to it now, you don't even know. Yeah, there's no a lot more. of banks. We, we have a lot of banks. Sometimes I'm like, that's weird. But <laughs> I don't, I, I mean. That's true. I really don't know what point. the weirdest thing is. Okay. I love Missoula. Okay, well, perfect. What do you love the most about Missoula? The fact that you can raft and hike and hunt, mm -hmm. like literally walk out your back door yeah. and do that it's and crazy. see mountains. It's crazy how you can, in the winter, hit snowball in the morning and then mm -hmm. be back in the office and work in the afternoon. Like, yeah, I mean, what Very is better? Place. And just to be able to see the mountains. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it's a place. What's a recent book you've read? Oh, my gosh. Don't be embarrassed. I haven't read a book. In Honestly, okay. You you could answer it like this. What's the most impactful book you've ever read? If you want to go that route. Yeah, it's been a while. For sure. I'm going to say like, it's been a very long time since I've read an, a book, but I do read the Bible and that is very, very impactful very in my life. And I try to read it as much as I can. So. Solid. Great answer. Great answer. Um, you were right, and I thought you had a question. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did, did you no. have something there? Uh, Nick, we'll cut that out. <laughs> uh, as far as being in Missoula, uh, you talked about some of the challenges, but what do you love most about being an entrepreneur and a business owner here in Missoula? Like what's got, obviously, things have gone well, but why yeah. do you think that is? I honestly think that 
it has gone well because Matt and I do strive to put God number one mm-hmm. in our life. It's it's a constant battle to have balance and to really, you know, remember what our why is and remember, you know, through the good and the bad times, you know, he's the reason why we're here. And, and honestly, our children, like they are a definite part of our why and to have them be near us. I mean, we homeschool, we, they started at Valley Christian, but when the pandemic hit, we kind of jumped into homeschooling and we found that we absolutely love it Mm -hmm. and it works for us. And so they're a part of the business and, you know, I want to put them all over the billboards and the bus ads and everything, but when they're older. Um, but I mean, that is, it, it's, it's the best thing ever. As a homeschool teacher, which has got to be the toughest job. It totally is. What subject do you teach the best? What do you teach the worst? Uh, for sure. I teach typing the best. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The worst is math. In fact, I had to find a tutor to help me teach math. So, and you know, Matea, my oldest is only in fifth grade. So I don't know what that tells you. That's why Matt does the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> um, random question for you, Mariah. In the last few years, it seems like, especially with men and jewelry, the rubber silicone ring has oh. become a thing. Sure. Uh, I don't, what do you have? I, I have my, you got a real ring. Only I, I because got, I went to a wedding this weekend, I usually wear the silicone. Okay. I have the silicone. Okay. But I'm sure that's got to drive you crazy and cuts like, that has no. changed so much in the jewelry business when you the know what? became a thing. I will honestly say there will be a day when you will want a ring. I, I truly believe it. Mm-hmm. You will come to a point in your life when you want a ring and then you'll come see me. Because I saw it with my husband. I mean, with him being so active with yeah. horses, I definitely don't want him losing a finger. I'm like, take your ring off. Right. But he now wears a ring he? and he loves it. So mm-hmm. it, it'll come, there'll come a time. And, you know, if you buy an engagement ring from me, I gift you a silicone ring because I do know how important those are. How about you with your own ring? You're a designer. Do you want to change your ring? Are you set with your ring? Do you? Oh, what's, it's so hard. Jewelry so I, I literally have the same engagement ring that I was married in. The center stone has changed over the years. You know, you tend your garden and you grow those carrots, <laughs> right? Did, did Matt buy the ring from your dad? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Smart yes, guy. he did. He did. Um, but it's hunting season. So today I'm wearing my hunting season ring, which is is very special to me also because it is a ring that my dad actually made. Mm. And then Matt shot the elk and I helped Matt pack the elk out so he gave me the ivory so it was the hardest thing i've ever done in my life i will sport this ring and i'm so proud of it and but yes i mean jewelry i i have very few pieces honestly but they all mean so much to me when you meet somebody for the first time how long does it take for you to look at their wedding ring (laughs) oh man (laughs) Yeah, is this like well, I didn't notice your silicone ring. I was right hiding away. it from oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I eventually notice. I, I don't think it's like sure. I look right at your fingers every single time, but yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite gem? Ooh, diamond. So, you di- diamond. I am. Yeah, diamond. I'm, I hate that I'm just a plain diamond girl, but I love it. Yeah. Oh, so I got to circle back to the beginning because this was something I forgot to ask. You were saying the yoga mine. Yeah. Where is that? Where do most of these stones come from? So the yoga specifically specifically come from um, Lewistown, Yoga Gulch area. Gotcha. And, you know, 
a lot has changed from when my dad worked with the mine until now. So I'm not really involved with the mine at this point. It hasn't been for many, many years. I basically just have my dad's collection that he acquired back in the 80s when he was really involved. Did you buy the like sapphires? Do you buy them from the miners or was your dad going to the mines and actually picking them up? They were going to my dad to request that he cut you know, the major stones. Mm -hmm. And so then because of that relationship, he was able to collect and purchase portions of the production. And those are still pretty popular to this day? I will say yes. Yeah. They are very rare and quite expensive. So Mm -hmm. you really have to know a lot about them to appreciate them. But yeah, I still sell many of them. With the number of diamonds out there and every bride wanting a diamond, like it's interesting to me that the price point of diamonds never drops because I mean, they're everywhere really. Mm-hmm. And it's not hard to get one, but like most collectibles or rare pieces of, you know, relics from history go up and go up in value. Mm-hmm. Diamonds pretty much have just for my, I could be wrong, but pretty much just pretty much plateaued and a diamond's a diamond. Um, I will say they do still fluctuate in price okay. and they do continue to increase in value it's it's a hard deal though you know you i would never suggest you buy a diamond as an investment mm-hmm. um it just you have to find somebody that maybe has the same taste as you and the same thought process of as you if you were to resell it for that investment now obviously if your mom and dad bought a diamond back in 1970 and they were to go into a store today it'll probably be five times the price difference mm-hmm. And then possibly if they were to sell their diamond, they would make money on it, right? But that's not, in my opinion, right. what a that diamond is all right. about. It's That's about your relationship and your journey in life. What, what would you say, I mean, there's other jewelry shops in Missoula and mm-hmm. you know the mall's got some of the big chain stores and there's other flower shops locally owned. And But what is it about Rogers and Company Enterprises as a whole? Garden City Floral, jewelry yes. store. What is it about your businesses that differentiates you makes you guys different in Missoula I have to say in a nutshell it's going to be service because Matt and I grew up in this town and we care so much about our community and about our reputation because we want our girls to follow in our steps and so the fact that we actually care if you get your ring on time is a huge deal Mm -hmm. and you're working with Matt and I in both of our businesses not just always just employees that are seasonal Um, So that's a huge thing. Um, I just think, too, that we we strive to build that brand across all of our businesses so that, you know, there's no worries on your wedding day if the flowers are going to be late or not, if they're going to be quality or not, because I know Matt and Mariah and this is how they run their ship and it's going to be good. Do you have employees, team members? We do. Um, Garden City has a few employees that we love. How, how do you teach that? How do you get your team to care as much as you do? It has been um, quite a journey the last year and a few months to actually put a team together that has the same foundation and the same goals and vision. So I think it's either in you or not if you have that sort of quality standard that you want to give. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine it's that much harder to give if you don't own the right. business and you're not 100% all in. And if it's just a eight to five job, it's hard to give your all. And Is so, it easy for you to step away from the business 
nights, weekends, and just absolutely not empower your team. No, <laughs> no I, I mean my team can handle it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And I, I, I have an assistant um, at my jewelry store, so I do step away for the first time ever this last year. It's been kind of nice, yeah. but um, no, I mean it's in my blood. It's it's hard to let go of your baby, so to speak. Yeah, you know, totally. and so you're you're constantly worried that if you do step away is everything going to be okay? Yeah. Are the, are the customers going to be okay working with my assistant and not matter? I, because we've built it around us. So yeah, it's a little give and take, I guess. Amazing. Well, it sounds like you guys are really crushing it in a lot of different ways and taking care of the community. Anything next for you guys on the horizon? There is always, always ideas. <laughs> I don't have anything to report today. Okay. New. No breaking okay. news. Not, not, today. um, Serial entrepreneurs looking yeah. for the next one. I yeah. feel like that is who we are. Yeah. So it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, best way to get a hold of you guys and your businesses, your websites. Is that yeah. drive traffic? RogersCoJewelry.com, GardenCityFloral.com, Montana Quarter Horses, Rogers, Rogers Quarter Horses, excuse me.com, yep. horses. Um, your your daughters are spoiled. Horses, flowers, Tell me about jewelry. it. I feel really They're bad the for dream. the men that are going to come in their life. <laughs> the bar, the bar is <laughs> Poor boys. Oh yeah. goodness. Well, thank you so much for stopping, in, Mariah. We really thank you for having it. me. 